Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about the great game of rugby league. This is episode 90, can you guys believe it? Uh, I'm your host and as always I'm joined by panel of armchair experts, Smokes. G'day fellas, I feel like I'm in my nervous 90s actually with the bat because uh, there's four teams, three games and let's bloody do it. Yeah, uh, the Frog, how are you mate? Good, thanks for a guest, um, another guest appearance in the penultimate yeah. show for the year. You're, you're basically just the host now. <laughs> and the principal, how are you going? Yeah, it's good. Two nervous Queenslanders and someone very relaxed and ready to enjoy the footy this weekend. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it. No now nerves here, mate. Playful, right? It's easy to relax. I do like that. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that there's only the one Sydney team, like the Penrith, and then there's Melbourne, New Zealand... And, and, and yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. you know, it's four different, very distinct in different areas represented in the prelim, uh, pre- uh, preliminary yeah, finals. New Zealand for getting in there. Yeah, they've the done very well to make it this far. Raiders are in there, the but anyway, that's okay. <laughs> All right, well, there's only a couple of games to talk about, so uh, we'll get into them. Storm and the Roosters. Uh, Storm won pretty, pretty, pretty closely, but... Uh, we were very happy to see the Roosters. They, three they were very, very, very lucky, Melbourne. Um, I guess that's uh, two teams of uh, ours gone and one left. Um, geez, it was a... Look, I think in terms of the, the quality of the game, it wasn't necessarily the highest quality game, but it was quite, um, it was quite entertaining to watch um, just because, you know, Melbourne got out to a bit of a lead. The Roosters then fought their way back to a point where they actually had the lead with seven minutes to go. And and then a bit of uh, bit of brilliance by Will Warbrick, sort of quite literally plucked victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, it was an amazing grab uh, to, to get the match-winning try. And, yeah, I think it was just a really, really... I thought it was a really gutsy effort from the Roosters considering how many players they were down, they were away from home. Um, they found a way to give themselves a chance to win close to the game. There was a bit of controversy in it, but why don't we go to, why don't we go to principal because we know he wants to talk about the Roosters going out. Yeah, so actually, you know, to the Roosters' credit, they, they got closer than I thought they would, especially with those players out. It's... Um, Sick of hearing about the whinging that they did about the game. I mean, the last they're, they're the last people that should whinge about refereeing decisions. I reckon they've had all the 50-50 calls for the last whoever knows how long. So don't care. It goes the other way. But it was just entertaining. It was great. And I love the way it finished. That little kick, I think it was, was a Munster that put it up. Um, great, play, perfect placement. And um, Warbrick was able to do it. And he knows how to find the try line too, doesn't he, that guy? He scores quite a Good bit. Player. And, um, yeah, it's good. And, it's, I mean, you know, when your team's not playing, I'm sure the uh, Phantom was spewing about it, but when your team's not playing, you just want the games to be close. And it was entertaining to watch. It wasn't, I, I agree, it wasn't high quality, but it was um, close, and that's all you want. Finals time, going down to the wire, it makes it interesting. I thought Nick Meany was really, really good for Melbourne. He yeah, had he's a good, really, isn't he? I think, I think in a game that wasn't necessarily the highest quality, he... He was just ultra safe. Like they they targeted him a lot, and he handled it. And I guess they targeted him because he dropped that bomb early on in the uh, game against the Broncos. But he handled everything. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was the best player on the field. I thought 
I thought Munster was quite disappointing. I know he did the last kick. Beyond that, did he really do anything? I don't. I think he's been very disappointing in this final series so far. Uh, I think he's been pretty disappointing for generally the whole year. Well, yeah, but he's probably sort of not been... an Origin, but just for the Storm. Yeah, he I think he's, he's been pretty himself. Up. I agree, and yeah, I, I think, I think so. um, Lindsay Collins was as strong as always. Um, he, I thought he was quite good. Uh, yeah, Frog, what do you reckon? Oh, well, you know my view of that Warbrick. I think he's a fantastic player. Um, I agree on Munster. Can commentators please stop having sex with their favourite players in commentary? That Warbrick turned a very ordinary kick uh, into a super play. Um, and everyone, all everyone wanted to rave about was Munster's miracle play at the end of the game. It was a fucking shit kick, I'm sorry. And he turned it into yeah, something I, special. I, I, I kind of great athleticism. I kind of agree with you a bit because I actually reckon the kick fell about four metres short of where where he was wanting it to land. But Warbrick ended up making it look a lot better than it was because of what a great take it was. Yep, yep. And look, that, again, the Fords, other both packs were fairly ordinary. I, I, I can't see them getting there. And I'm sure we'll talk about that. I can't see them getting close this week. The storm, but no, I'm guessing we'll no, talk no. about that later. I, I'm guess we'll talk about some referee decisions later too. But seriously, oh well, that's. Um, I guess that was the big thing out of this game, wasn't it? I mean, and it's cost Ashley Klein his spot in the preliminary finals because, and I'm sorry, but so it should because that that was quite literally right in front of him, no one obstructing his view. How he missed Harry Grant dropping that ball. Uh, and then that set the roost, uh, the storm march upfield. They score a try and push the lead out to ten nil. Instead of the roosters attacking the storm's line, that's that's and you know I know he apologised to Tedesco and they were behind the try line. He had a chance to talk to him, but I mean the reason he gave is that oh you know I'm sorry I got it wrong. I thought he got his arm underneath it. Well, I don't see how he could think he got his arm underneath it when his hands are always at the top of the ball. So at no stage did any of it look like he was getting on anything. It looked like he was always over the top of it. So I don't. I'm, I think he just he just stuffed up. I I, um, I couldn't disagree more with you, Smokes, on Klein. And you know my view. Even I cannot stand this guy as a referee. However, mm. I will say this: if the NRL consider him to be their top referee, um, you can't drop him on the basis of a couple of mistakes in one game. You wouldn't drop Cameron Munster for knocking a ball on. You wouldn't drop. Any of your star players in the NRL for making one or two mistakes in a game. If he's been performing well all year and he performs well in big games according to the NRL, I think they dropped him because of public pressure. And as much as I can't yeah, stand the prick, right. I, I think it's wrong. I really do. Yeah, you could be you could be right. Uh, they missed that one right at the end of the game too. Um, the high tackle on Grant, which would have given him a penalty goal right in front of the Storm. And you can't tell me that wasn't a square up. That wasn't their attempt to square up what they stuffed up earlier. Mm. Yep, I agree. And and, and if, if this happens, if that's Tigers versus Dogs in round three, that's a penalty every single time. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on to the other game. Uh, the Warriors beating the Knights 40-10. to 10. I watched the last half of this and, you, you know, not you, a lot happened. But, uh, you, <laughs> you boys better take over here. and they kept... The, I was um I was at a wedding, so I've only seen limited highlights of this game after the fact. So I'll let you two take it off to start with. 
Yeah, this I is a game where I, was, so I thought strong. it would be, be pretty close. And it actually got to be boring in the end because we knew he was going to win and it was sort of, um, I sort of, you know, started to just do other things at the same time as watching the game. But what, who, uh, Sean Johnson just killing it again. He was fantastic. Chance Nicol Clogster, oh, man, I'm so upset we've lost him to the Warriors. I know he wanted to go home, but. He's he's probably he's nearly as good as when he, um, that 2019 season where he was a big reason the Raiders got to the grand final. He was amazing in this game as well. So um, I don't know. Warriors they did fantastic at home. It's a massive ask this week, but they um, they really put one over the Knights. And I think the Knights, you know, they had extra time in that game against the Raiders, and they had to travel to New Zealand, so they were always going to have a struggle. But I thought it might have been closer, but. Anyway, Warriors march on again. Yeah, I think um, I think the Knights had their grand final. They had their big occasion the previous week at home, um, and they rose to the occasion. I think that took a lot of the emotional energy out of them for this week. I think possibly the same thing might happen to the Warriors. I don't know how you let let that. What's his name? Nickel Cocksucker. I don't know how you let him go. Seriously. How? <laughs> oh, how? He, he would. You know, but. He, um, I, I think it wasn't. I think he actually liked playing for the Raiders. It was just the he went home to see his family because a couple of times during the year he'd go back to see his kids. His kids were over there. Yeah. So I think that was on more. You know, he's going to go back there to be with his family. But man, he's a good player though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every and time I see him play, and I, I, he's still one of my favourite players. He was the favourite player at the Raiders for a while there, and I still love watching him play. I, I think bigger danger to the Broncos. If, if the Warriors are going to mount a challenge, I, I actually don't think it's Sean Johnson. Look, he played in a dinner suit on the weekend. They they didn't challenge him at all. I actually don't even think he dug deep into the line. They just let... I hardly even went near him. He wasn't like... He ran 13... He had 13 runs for 80 metres, so he wasn't carving them up with his footwork. Um, he's just passing the ball. I, he was obviously good, but I think a bigger danger to uh, the Broncos is the hooker. Um, oh, yeah, Egan. Yep. Mm. And those two, those two boom forwards that, um, what's his name? Blake and um, Aiden Fanel Blake, yeah. and the Blake. other guy, um, Tohu. The, um, yeah, Tofu to- Harris. Tohu Harris. Um, <laughs> they're the they're the big dangers, I think. Um, but anyway, I guess we'll talk about that game later. But look, the Warriors were good. I I think um, I think emotionally they're going to find it very very difficult to get back up to that level again this weekend. Yeah, and look, I've only, as I said, I've only seen highlights of the game because I was I was out and about with other things. But I guess a few things I took away from it. One, um, if you told me before the game that one of them was going to win by thirty points, I would have backed it to be the Warriors, not the Knights, just because I thought that same thing. I thought like, geez, the Knights had to play an extra time game the week before. They had very little ball. They kind of got battered and bruised a bit by Canberra. They're going to be pretty flat emotionally and physically. So that sort of thing didn't necessarily be, was the biggest shock to me. Um, and I think you're right. All the highlights I saw, it was Johnson passing the ball and no one putting him on his ass. For a guy who's coming back from a calf injury, you've got to test him. You've got to put pressure on him, force him to, to drop him. Like um, You saw the week before, Jackson Hastings, he got brought down in the tackle coming back from a similar injury and... He got injured. He had to. He didn't play most of the game, and he was out for this game. So, uh, I, I'm look. I'd like to think this isn't my. 
Bronco head saying this, but I sort of think that I wouldn't be surprised me if a similar sort of effect happened to the Warriors because there was so much emotion in that game for them in terms of first home final in 15 years. They had the crowd behind them. There was this up the wires movement and all of that. They've now got to try and get up to that level again, but they've got to do it going to Brisbane against a side who has had a week off. I don't know if they can. I just don't think that they can do it. And I know it's like, oh, this one. Adam Vanilla Blake is such a great, great front rower and he's carrying them. We've got four guys like him in our side. That's that's the big difference. So, But we'll get on to that game shortly. But awesome effort by the Warriors. We've we've basically walked straight into these this week's games, right? So we've got the Broncos and the Warriors. Uh, oh. What's that? Saturday, seven fifty PM. That's Saturday. Suncorp. What, what a huge Saturday it is going to be in the city of Brisbane because earlier in the afternoon you've got the Brisbane Lions and the AFL playing in a preliminary final at the Gabba to make the grand final in the AFL. And then pretty much as soon as that game finishes, or about fifteen minutes later, you've got the main event. The Brisbane Broncos at home with the Warriors, and uh, I'll be there taking the little fella there. It's going to be an unreal experience. The, the game was sold out in 24 hours. Uh, thankfully, that 24 hours was when the uh, tickets were open to season ticket holders, so I'm hoping that it's a good 80% Broncos fans at this game because there are a lot of Kiwis up here in Queensland. Uh, look, I, I think on the balance of things, if, if both teams play to near their potential then the Broncos are a better team. And, and similar to what I said in week one against Melbourne, I think they'd probably win 13+. plus. Uh, Brisbane have the advantage in the fact they've got the week off, so there's no reason that they shouldn't be at their best. Uh, and the Warriors, it's just whether they can sort of get themselves up like they did last week. I just don't know. I know a lot of people are sort of saying, well, they didn't have like a super hard game against the Knights, so it won't... It won't affect them too much. I disagree. Like, yeah, the scoreline was 40 to 10, but they still had to play an NRL finals match, uh, you know, against against another team who are busting their ass off trying to beat them. So they're still going to be more physically worn down than what the Broncos are. Um, that's just a, a, a matter of fact. So, uh, Prince, well, what do you reckon? Yeah, the week, off in, the, here week off in the finals. Got to well, be that's it. The week off is so huge at this time of year. It's such an advantage. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's hard to see Broncos not winning. Um, I hope it's a close game, not just to get you guys nervous and um, <laughs> sit on the edge of your chairs. Just now, no, twenty nil at half time will be very I, nice, please. Twenty nil at half time. Yeah, yeah, twenty nil. <laughs> I mean, that'd be good if you know maybe then the Warriors can come back. But uh, look, I can't see any anything other than a Broncos win. Really, it's um, it's going to take something from the Warriors to to get up again for this game. And, you know, to be perfect, not just putting crap on you guys, but to be honest, I hope they do get up for it. I really yeah. do. And, um, I look at neutral fan yeah, wants right. to see so, a good I mean, game. It is. You want to see a good game. I just, yeah, it's going to be really hard to see them getting up against the, this Broncos team, especially with the confidence they're going to have. Yep, yep. No, I agree. And, uh, and look, Frog? Yeah, I think, a... um, I think again, I, I think across the park, I think they've had two weeks off. Uh, I think they've got a better roster. They're playing at home in front of their crazy fans. Um, I think they've got a better pack of forwards. They've got a better bench. Um, I think Reese Walsh again will prove the point of difference. Um, and by the time that game's over, uh, the mighty city of Brisbane might have both the Brisbane Lions and the Brisbane Broncos 
playing in grand finals. So um, it could be a fantastic weekend, or it could be an absolute fucking disaster. So let's, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, let's exactly. see what happens. Yeah. All um, right. And then we'll, we'll chat about the other game as well. We've got the Panthers and the Storm on Friday. Uh, same time, where's this? And this is in Sydney, obviously, Accord Stadium. Is that right? Yeah, Accord Stadium. Um, that's the Friday night game. Look. Can we, we can pretty much say the same thing about this game. Just I was say, copy and the paste. off, right? Panthers. Yeah, just about. Pro- possibly even more so because I think, yeah. I guess at least with the Warriors, they're going into their game against the Broncos without any, like, Without a huge injury toll or massive significant injuries there, the Storm, the Storm looked like they're busted to me. I mean, against the Roosters, it was a close game, but I think they were lucky that they were playing another team who were busted because they looked really, really loose in defence, especially around the middle of the field. It's just that the, the Roosters didn't have their regular outside backs to kind of take advantage of that. I can't see Penrith making that mistake. Although I guess the interest lies in the two halves for Penrith. And Jerome Luai has been named to come back from that shoulder dislocation, which only happened by the time the game comes in. Well, it would only been four weeks. I would still be pretty surprised if he plays. I don't think you can recover from that in four weeks. And Nathan Cleary with the finger injury. Uh, and I know they're downplaying it, saying, oh, no, he's fine. Scans revealed that there, that there was you know, no significant damage. He'll play, but... It must have been worrying enough for them to send him to hospital for a scan. You know, you don't do that unless there's some concern there. So, you know, that I guess that's something. But, I mean, if I was Melbourne, I'm hoping they both play. Because at least you think, well, if they are injured, we can at least target them and maybe we'll get something out of it. Yep. All right, well, that's like I said, it's a short week because it's only the two games to really talk about. So, uh, uh, beer bets? Oh, beer bets, what happened here? I wasn't far off with mine. I said 60 points in the match, and what was there, 50? I was close. Uh, I just dropped it by 10 points, man. Dropped it by 10. Both favourites to get both favorites to get up 13 plus. Mm, All right. uh, so it's Broncos. It's pretty fair, that one. But... And, uh, I want to throw my beers away because I think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and, no, um, <laughs> and I haven't finished. Oh, okay. And, okay. Um, yep. and Reese Walsh to score a try. Uh-huh. Still not making it a tough bet, is it? And, um, no, I'm thinking all that's going to happen. And Because oh, I don't care. Um, and Jerome Luai, to, if he starts to not finish the game. There you go. <coughs> it's me. Just, right, hang on. Uh, you know, just, just for the sake of it, I'll we'll take, take it, it, even though I kind of think all that might actually happen. Um, what have you got, Principal? Uh, you know, do I think it's going to happen? No, but do I want the glory if that happens? Here we go. Warriors and Storm, both victorious this weekend. That's what I'm going to be about. I think I'd better take that one, and then <laughs> afterwards you can get yourself checked into the nearest mental institution. Oh, look, I'm, I'm a dreamer. I've said that for a long time. I had a little bit of, just a little bit of a variation on my bet. So I'm going to tip the Broncos and Penrith to both win. However, Broncos will win 13 plus. Penrith will only win one to 12. Okay, and I'll put, I'll I'll put four up. beers on it. 
Oh, you So psycho. Broncos 13 plus 10 wrong? is 1 What's to 12. What's that about? Huh? Go. Have a go. Put a third one on you. Third, third condition uh, in there. What's right. wrong with you? That's all right. Let's just move oh, on. Let's okay. Move on. And Reese Walsh. This is No, okay. Then, um, I don't know. Well, I, just, I think Penrith 1 to 12 is pretty generous because that's not going to happen. All right, fine. I'll say um, Reynolds is also going to uh, kick a 40-20. There you go. Forty twenty. All right, great. Everyone's taking. I don't care. Anymore. Everyone's on everything. Taking. All right, let's go. Uh, we've got the finals round three. We've got the Panthers and the Storm. I'm assuming everyone's just going to tip to the Panthers, right? You uh, probably no, storm. No one's going for a upset. Storm. Oh, he's going Storm. No, again, right. I just want the glory. Just trying thing. to oh, trying to get them. some tips up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all right, all right. It's just like well, the... I knew it. At the end of and the then we've got the Broncos and the Warriors. Broncos power play, baby. Warriors. All over oh, it. That's thing. Uh, we won't worry about the power play. Who cares? All right, Principal? Yeah, I'm going to get Warriors. As I said, I, wow. I do agree. He's lost the Timmy from anyway. He's just got to go. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's, All right, and then... It's not necessarily who I think is going to win, myself, but... And I'll put fandoms yeah. in there for him. Uh, Broncos. All right. There is something I I wanted to discuss. I know we didn't put stories in here, but there is one I want to talk about. I definitely want to hear what Principal has to say about this. I mean, and can we all just um, possibly agree here that that, um, obviously the CEO for the Panthers, Brian Fletcher, is an absolute fucking flog. An absolute fucking flog. Is he honest to God serious with his ridiculous statements a few days ago. And just for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, the fact that he comes out and says, oh, it's not fair that the Broncos get to play week three at Suncorp Stadium and we have to move our game from Penrith to Acor Stadium because it's a whole 40 kilometres away. Well, fucking where I used to live in Brisbane was about 30-odd kilometres away from Suncorp. It didn't stop me going to Suncorp to watch the Broncos. How about get a better stadium that holds more than 20,000, you absolute twat? Yeah. As if uh, that, uh, what, what no, does, he, does he want the Broncos and Warriors match to be played at Sydney? Uh, or does he, or does he want it to says, go down the road to the Gold Coast? No, yeah, it, I think, just says, it just what says one thing to just, me. Brian just, Fletcher's a little worried. I think he is yeah, too. I think it fucking smacks 100% him a bit what of I fear. thought too. Yeah. He's worried because he knows weird... the only team who's going to bring his mob down are us. And I think he's yeah. starting to shit himself a little bit. And with a name um, like that, he's I... got to be a cock at any rate, being called Brian Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, here's the thing, right? But think of it. Last year, the Cowboys played their preliminary final in Townsville. Did anyone say anything about that being an unfair advantage? <clears throat> no. They said they earned it because they won in week one of the finals. What about all the times Melbourne have been able to play at their home ground a preliminary final because they earned it? No one's ever complained about it, but what the Broncos get one and we're going to jump up and down you know saying what, it's not fair. Do you know what gets me with this one anyway? Is that they're a Western Sydney team? They're essentially yeah. playing in Western Sydney, just a bit closer to it's the just a little bit like off still, to the side. Yeah. It's, so they have twenty thousand people at their stadium. They're probably miss probably yeah. ten, twelve thousand will miss out, so they yeah, can all yeah. go to them and. And do you think they're going to care if their team's got a chance of winning? They're probably going to get into the grand final. Mm. So they're not going to care. They're going to go watch well, at a bigger stadium. And a, 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 I've the seen, other thing, I'm too, really, they're playing suburban Melbourne. grounds have never been my thing anyway. But 
Yeah, they're yeah. playing More of their fans Melbourne, their so they have a clear advantage by playing the match in Sydney. They have yeah. the home crowd advantage. Um, yeah, just... Are the Broncos going to complain that they have to play the grand final in Sydney? No, they just have to go down and do it. This could be the one time in history that the Broncos will play a grand final in Sydney against a Sydney team and actually have the crowd support. Because I think, I think other than Penrith fans, people can't stand them because of their utter arrogance. This could be the one time in history that you're going to have a pro-Broncos crowd oh, can you imagine grand final. The, can you imagine Penrith winning again? What buddy Luai and co are going to do? Just the, the cockiness wow. at the end of the game. Oh, just someone needs to beat them. I don't even care who. Just we'll give it a red hot crack, mate. We'll give it a red hot crack. We've just got to get past the Waz first. Boo the Waz. Go right. the Brad. Yeah. Are you going to come down this. for the grand Let's final? Go. Let's go. Try and no, get no, no but I'm going to this week's game, though. I'll be there. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Um, really right. looking forward to it. It's going to be unreal. Well, that brings us to the end this of this week's episode house. of Pub Talk Rugby League. We are so close to the end of the season. <laughs> I can almost taste it. Anyway, uh, is that as possibly always, our shortest ever episode? Yeah, no, it's good. Let's, let's keep that going. Wow. Let's keep it going. Smashed it. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're good. Thank you, boys. See you next week. Bye. See you. Go, you mighty Bye. Broncos and the women's Broncos. They're in the prelims too. Go, you good things. <laughs>